I'm Karen Ellis, your host of She Speaks Truth. In She Speaks Truth, we will hear inspiring stories from remarkable women that are committed to taking the Word of God out into the world around them through their words and their actions. These stories will serve to build up our own courage to step out in bravery and serve God right where he has us today. So if you listen to my introduction of She Speaks Truth, you will notice that the introduction came out in July, beginning of August. And to be perfectly honest, I dropped the ball. Like, I was going to get it started. I was going. I was all excited. And then life happened. School started. We had things going on at the house. And to be perfectly honest, I, I just kind of quit. So at the end of 2018, when I was reflecting on my goals and for 2019, I was like, I've got to get this started again. So who did I want to interview? And so my interview today is a wonderful young lady who is at the high school. And I had seen her on social media and saw some different things that she had posted over the last couple of years. And so my son's at the high school. And so I said to him, you know, who is someone at your school that just really lives their truth, like they are the person that they show to the outside world. And this young lady was who he mentioned. And I had been looking online and I thought, yep, okay, God, that's exactly what I needed to hear. This is the, this is the girl I want to interview. And so I am excited to bring you today um, from Coweta High School. She's a senior and her name is Brittany. And so, Brittany, um, if you could just tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you come from, just a little bit about you. Sure. Awesome. Um, my name is Brittany, and I'm 18 years old. I go to Kuita High School. Um, I've grown up in Kuita um, my entire life. I've, I'm a 12-year senior, so I've been through pre-K to senior year all through Kuita. Um, I actually live in Broken Arrow, but my mom's a teacher in Kuita, so we've just been there our entire lives. and. Loving the small town. I didn't even realize your mom taught in Kawita. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What school is she at? Uh, she's at Heritage. So she teaches, she taught sixth grade math for okay. quite a while, and then she just moved to the remediation specialist. So she does like tutoring for reading and uh, math. How cool. So I've only been in Kawita for five and a half years now, <laughs> and I teach in the district as well. So I don't know everybody. Unless they're on my campus, I don't, I don't know everyone. But okay, I learned something new already. <laughs> so, um, so, Brittany, one of the things that um, on my podcast is I really feel like we just all have a purpose. God has a purpose for all of us. And um, we're here where we are right now for a reason, where we're going for a reason, the road that he has us walking a certain way. And so I started this podcast to highlight women that are living their purpose in a way that honors God and to speak his truth and love um, to everyone around them. So um, is there something specific about your purpose or like what you feel like is a truth from God that you try to show in your life? Yeah, so um, my big thing is I just, I love serving and just um, especially the special needs community. So I just got into that about four years ago. Um, do you mind if I tell no, you? No, go for okay. it. Tell us. So um, I went to, I got invited to this special needs camp um, called Champion Special Ministries. And they come to like so many different cities throughout the summer. And they come to my church as their host church. 
So they come and they were asking for volunteers for the youth. And I never worked with special needs before. And so that just made me completely nervous. And I was like, no, I was like, God, maybe not. (laughs) I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of tried to make the decision there, but that didn't really work out because it was $20, I think 20 or $30 to volunteer because you had to cover your meals and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I don't have $20, so that's a sign. I'm not doing it. (laughs) And then they came back the next week, and they said, guys, we really need volunteers. We talked to the church. They're going to cover all the costs. We need you there. Oh, so God just just opened that door back up. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, "Uh, you thought. (laughs) He said, you're going. And I don't know. I just signed up, and I was completely anxious because I never worked with special needs before and to be like completely honest it made me really uncomfortable to be around them because I didn't know how to treat them and I didn't know I just didn't know about them so yeah I signed up and I walked through the doors 8 a.m on Monday morning for the first day of camp and I was a wreck. I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to mess something up. I'm going to say something wrong. <laughs> oh, you sound so much like me. <laughs> and so I'm walking through the doors. Immediately after I walked in the church doors, I just had this peace just wash over me. And it's oh, something cool. I cannot, It's that's the best way I can explain it. But it was so surreal. And I was like, okay, all my anxiety was gone. I felt confident. And I just went in there, went through the training. And I was like, okay, like this is this is something I'm gonna enjoy so the entire week I learned I learned so much I learned how to be patient in a way that I've never had to be patient before and and learned how to love in a way that I've never been like I've never had to love before and I experienced a love from others that I've never experienced before and it just it sparked something in me and I just knew that this was going to be some sort of purpose for me. This was going to be something that God wanted me to be a part of for a long time. How cool. So you've been for several summers then, you said? Yeah. So I volunteered for the past three years, and then I applied to work with them all summer um, last year. And it was just it was so random because it was just on the wing, and I was like, okay, well, I don't like working in a pizza shop, and I don't want to do that <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> yes, I could definitely think of maybe some jobs that would be a little more fun. Yeah, and so I said, you know, I'm gonna. It was really late at night, and I was like, I'm just gonna apply for Champions. They don't hire out until you graduate high school, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So I applied, and I got an email two weeks later, and she said, I want to bring you in for an interview. She, um, as I was in the interview, she realized she's like, oh, she's like, you haven't graduated yet. But then she was like, you know what? I don't even care. She was like, you're coming on staff. And I got a call two months later. Yep. And so I got to be an intern for Champion Special Ministries for seven weeks of the summer. We went to seven different states. And it was so amazing. So amazing. I learned so much, not just of how to treat others, but how to treat myself. And just, it it was amazing. That is so cool. So you're planning on doing that again this summer? I am not going to do it again this summer. Okay. I am going to college next uh, fall. Okay. So I'm taking the summer to prepare for that. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is big preparation yeah. that that you will be doing. So what is your plans in college? Like, I am going to go to OU. Okay. And I'm going to go in for my Bachelor's of Science in Psychology. And then I want to move on to Psychiatry and go to med school. 
and I good want for you. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of work, but I'm super passionate about it. I want to end up like long term goal. I want to specialize in pediatrics and special needs, and um, do some some of those counselings and. How cool yeah. is that? So kind of bring what you've already gotten in these yeah. last couple of summers into a job. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I mean, I can't think of a better way to just live. Like, I don't know. I could not, I couldn't live without that community. I wish I could just see the glow and excitement <laughs> on her face. And I wish it was a video too, because my head's just shaking. Yes, yes, yes. Because I'm like, you can just see this radiating off of her and her passion for this, which is just amazing. And I was going to ask her about her passion, but she's just talking about it right here. Um, So one of my passions we were talking about before we started recording is to inspire women. And so you're doing amazing things, inspiring just all kinds of people with different needs and different abilities. But one, what is one thing you think we should be doing better to inspire other women as women? What, I mean, what should we be doing to inspire each other? I think just, I think just encouraging, like, I feel like this world is so discouraging sometimes that it's so easy just to get down and to just hear the lies of the world. That's why I love, I love the name of your podcast. She speaks truth. I'm like, we need to hear that. We need to know truth. We need to know what the Bible says about us and who we are and where we came from because it's just such a messy world right now and so dark and I feel like there just needs to be more truth. There needs to be more light. Yes, there does. Way more light and truth. And so um, a lot, before I started my podcast and stuff, I was very discouraged with social media. And so like I was telling everybody, I'm breaking up with all my social media apps. <laughs> and so I deleted them all off my phone for about five months in 2017. And I felt this lightness about me because I felt like every time I got on, everything was so mean and negative. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. And so then when I got back on in 2018, um, I had done this study called 100 Days to Brave. I don't know if you've heard of the devotional 100 Days to Brave by Annie F. Downs. I really felt like last year my word for the year was brave. I was supposed to be brave. So I started a book recommendation podcast. And then I started um, my Facebook page called The Care Circle. And so I decided to get back on Facebook. I'd get back on my social media apps, but that I was going to put something positive out there. That, that I know some of the negative is still there, but every, almost every day I'm going to put something out that's positive mm. that someone can read and maybe will inspire them to, to be better or be like, okay, everything in the world is not horrible. And so, <laughs> um, yes, because sometimes you get on and you're just like, oh, yeah, you're still just, down after. Yeah, you're still down after. You're like, I just can't even believe that all these people are like this. <laughs> um, so this next generation, which you're a part of, I, I feel like a lot of times it gets a bad rap. Like there's just so many negative things said about the people in your generation and my daughter's 20, just in that kind of age group there. However, I see stories like of you and other people, uh, your friends, and other people like you that bring me hope. So what are you seeing with your group of ladies that you hang out with, that you're friends with, that might be encouraging to some of us looking at this generation? I see a lot of determination in this generation. I think that the negative um, stereotype we have has almost turned because we feel so driven by their words. We're like, okay you think we're awful or you think that there's no hope here. And I see a lot of us just really 
striving to change that. And I think that we, we're just, I don't even know how to put it into words. We care in a different sort of way and we care about others mm-hmm. in a lot of different, I don't know, in a lot of different ways. We just... One of the things I do notice, and maybe it's just because I've been looking for it more, is I do feel your generation is a lot more accepting Mm, yeah. Of other people's differences. Yes. Where a lot of the people in my, I feel like are like, you're a this or you're a that and you're in this bubble or you're in that bubble and we're not as quick to just be accepting of who you are. Yeah. Like just We if, have a lot of, um, you know, different things coming up in 2019, um, different labels that come up and I think it's just showing a lot of maturity in our generation because we we're accepting like we don't care who you are or where where you've been I think it just it brings out a special kind of like love that you can bring on those yes people. and so it is very it makes me de- definitely feel hopeful that maybe some of my people will start moving towards some of that inclusion and acceptance mm-hmm. as well as we're seeing y'all do that so well I think yeah I definitely think that we are setting examples um, without people noticing I think we are setting a lot of examples of how to love one another mm-hmm. and how to not judge one another. Yes. And I think that's really overlooked sometimes. I think it is. and But I think getting some voices like yours out there is what we need. We need these voices out saying, here, look what these people are doing. And we need to be copying their example. Yeah. I we mean, can learn from them. Just because they're young, we can learn from them. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody is perfect. You guys, like, we all have our own mistakes and we all have our own little flaws. And <laughs> Oh, yes. I just don't, <laughs> I think it's really hard for us to just look at someone and be like, oh, well, they're in that category because they do this right. or because they want to do this. And I think, I think our generation is just really accepting of yes. seeing faults and understanding that nobody is perfect. And nobody is. Yeah. And yes. No one is perfect. <laughs> we all fall short. Way short. Um, so what uh, would be a word of encouragement you would give to the ladies of your generation? I think it would have to be that it's okay to be content at where you are at. I think Ooh. it's really hard for, um, especially being a senior, I see this a lot um, and girls my age is just we're always looking for the next thing we're always trying to um you know with college coming up we're like okay we're stressed constantly you know like mm-hmm. where are we gonna go what are we gonna do I am so blessed to have a calling on my life so early mm-hmm. and I think that was just a stress that God knew that I could just go ahead and wipe away and right. he would just tell me but I see a lot of my friends stressing about you know what are they gonna do for college or what what are they going to do for the rest of their lives? Because it's all coming down to this and they're afraid of what they're going to do next. And I think it's okay just to be content to where you are. And I see, like, I don't know why, but even like New Year's resolutions and how it's amazing that you want to better yourself. And it's amazing that you want to strive to a better you. Right. But I think it's important to remember to be content where you are, to want to do better, right? But to be content. So let me just tell you, you have no idea how you just spoke to my heart right now Aww. because in the last couple of weeks, I have felt very much like I'm looking, there's some changes, you know, coming in, mm-hmm. in, you know, my life with 
child graduating, with um, we have a move coming, and as I'm looking ahead, planning this, planning that, which I do need to look ahead and plan some of those mm-hmm. things, but forgetting to be, but forgetting to be content right right here, yeah. instead of just pushing this part aside because that's coming. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of the person you are right now. You can't just keep like preparing about who you're going to be or what you want to be, but you have to take care of the person that you are because that's, yes. it can be super like destroying to your heart and yes. it needs care too. So Yes, it does. Thank you for that truth. Of course. Just now. <laughs> um, so what is a truth or um, a feeling that you want people to know or feel after they've been either with you or worked with you, spent time with you? I mean, we were talking before this, but mine is exactly yours. I want others to know that they're loved and that they're accepted and that they're fine yes. with who they are and yeah. that some, like I love them and that they are loved. Like I just want them to know that they're not alone and that... It's all going to be okay. It will be. And I just want people to have, I don't know, peace after talking with me. Good. I like that. Well, I have peace already because let me tell you. (laughs) Um, So reading is one of my favorite hobbies. Well, sleeping. Sleep. Whenever (laughs) whenever anyone, I always laugh because um, at different things you had to fill something out. And it's like, you know, what are your hobbies? And I'm like. Sleep. I do the same thing. I'm like, does and nap? read. Does napping count as a hobby? Because I'm good at it. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. Um, but reading is my other one. So um, is there any kind of book that you would recommend to others that you're reading or have read? Yes. So I have read, um, it's called Uninvited. And bear with me, I'm going to try and say this last name. I know we practiced earlier. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was like, I'm going to butcher it as much as you will. <laughs> it's Uninvited by Lisa Turkist. Okay, Turkist? I think so. It's one of those. Um, you can get it at Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. But it's just so amazing. It talks about, um, kind of talks about being content, just kind of where you are and learning to love yourself okay. um, when you're not invited. Um, kind of that feeling left out. And that's really big in high school. And I feel like it is also kind of big as you go into your grown-up life. I was going to say, let me tell you. I hate to tell you this. I don't want to burst any bubbles for you. But grown women can feel just as uninvited in circles as as high school. Yeah. Awesome. Never going to end. But this book. never going to end. Okay. So the book's book's going to give us some helpful hints on how to to, to deal with this. It gives you a lot of hope and it just um, reminds you of who your father is and that like he never wants you to feel left out because you always have a home with him and you always have a place and you always have a friend. And so it's just really good. I had seen that one on the bookshelves at Target and I kept going for it till, and then I ended up not getting it and I was going to get it and then I ended up not. So I think I may have to pick that up the next time I'm in there. I'm in there way more than I should be. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you would like people to know that you can think of? I really can't think of anything. Okay. I really shared my heart. <laughs> you did. And it, you have a beautiful heart, Brittany. Oh, thank you. Um, so and if you just want to end us, do you have a favorite verse or a quote yes. that you like? Okay. Oh, it's something. Um, it's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. So it's very, you know, basic and popular. But I remember <clears throat> the exact moment that I wrote, I read this verse. I've read it, you know, my entire high school year of going right. through church and 
and doing all of that. But I just remember thinking, you know, love one another's, love one another's. But it was really easy for me to forget that love had so many, like, characteristics. Yes. And yes. that there are so many ways to love, and it's not that simple. And so this is my daily verse. This is my verse that I wake up to that I just read and I'm like okay today is a day to love and this is how I'm going to treat people so do you want me to read it sure <laughs> so just knowing that love is patient love is kind it doesn't envy it doesn't boast it is not proud it does it is not rude it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no records of wrongs does not delight in evil rejoices with truth always protects always trusts always hopes always perseveres and love never fails and I think it's just a good reminder of how to treat others, but also how to treat yourself. And just going and yeah. it's okay to be kind to yourself and to be patient with yourself. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes, one of the things in my Bible study group we've been talking about a lot is our self-talk. Mm -hmm. What we say to ourselves. We would never. I would never <clears throat> say to you some of the things I say to myself. Yeah. About myself. And so um, trying to be kind and mm -hmm. loving to myself. Yes, that's a yeah. good reminder. Um, so I'm going to connect in the um, note, show notes um, some of Brittany's um, social media um, that she's allowing us to have if you want to find out more about her. And um, I'm also going to find out from her about the camp, and I will put um, a connection on there. If you're interested in doing a camp like that or finding out if there's one in your area, that you can do some volunteer work as well. Um, and I thank her for joining us. And until next time, um, speak truth and life to those around you. One last thing before I close today. If there is a lady you know that inspires you, that lifts you up, that makes you a better you, that's living in a way that honors um, God in her life, through her words, in her work. Um, share her name with me and I will reach out to them if you think um, our community needs to hear from them in ways that they can be inspired. In the show notes, I will also include a link to the Care Circle, my um, Facebook page that I use to inspire and encourage women as well. So if there's anything I can do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and you have an amazing week.